This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome, one, welcome all to this online business briefing, once again brought to you by smallcapvoice.com, and I'm your host, Stuart Smith. We're welcoming back to the show TerraTech Corp. The company's traded under the ticker symbol TR. TC, and once again, we are speaking with the Chief Executive Officer of TerraTech, Mr. Derek Peterson. Derek, how are you today? Good, Stuart. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. It's been a little while since we've talked to you, and TerraTech seems to be going in a new direction, if you will. When we look at this acquisition of Edible Gardens, there's been a bit of a paradigm shift within your organization. Let's talk about the direction for TerraTech as it stands today after this acquisition with Edible Gardens. Go ahead, Derek. Thanks, Stuart, for asking. Yeah, the, uh, the Edible Garden transaction we've been working on for quite a while, and you're right. I mean, paradigm shift is uh, somewhat of an understatement for us. We obviously began the company as a pure medical cannabis-related company focusing on hydroponics, and ultimately the hydroponic technology uh, that we've created over the past uh, few years has led us into the realm of traditional agriculture. So what we've seen in the last year and a half to two years is there's been a big shift back to um, agri- traditional agriculture using hydroponic and aeroponic technologies simply because we're running out of arable land, the population's growing, and they're really on a lot, of, a lot of other ways and methodologies by which people can cultivate effectively in an urban setting. Um, Edible Gardens has been in the marketplace for a couple years selling uh, uh, everything from basil to thyme to oregano. But they cultivate everything hydroponically, and they're, they're selling right now into about 400 retailers in the Northeast. So they've had great brand recognition great entry into the marketplace, and we were able to acquire the brand and the company uh, under the publicly traded company that uh, we've run for the last year or so. So, Derek, what then is the basic business model for the company going forward from today? Uh, it's actually a pretty simple model. Um, we're the only farm that we want to own is the farm acquisition we made in the Northeast. We essentially want to carry this into a national brand, uh, carrying it across the country in additional markets. Starting off, we want to build an additional five acres in the Northeast. We've been raising a lot of capital late, lately, and uh, we're ultimately using that to construct an additional five acres of greenhouse. That five acres is going to be used to grow everything from lettuce to more hydrobasil and other living herbs that we want to distribute through ShopRite, and Food Emporium, Diagostinos, and other major retailers in the Northeast. Carrying out from there, we're looking at other markets from Florida to Indiana to California to Washington, 
ultimately we want to find farmers that are currently cultivating there and have them cultivate under the Edible Gardens uh, brand and also under our growing standards. Ultimately, we want to buy the product from other people at a dollar and sell it to other grocers uh, throughout the U.S. at a buck twenty. We want to capture the margin without having the CapEx associated or the overhead associated with owning the farms. And obviously that saves from a dilution standpoint because we don't have to issue more shares to acquire farms. So really it's going to be distribution contracts that we, uh, that we solidify throughout the country that are going to be our kind of upward expansion and the ability for us to carry this brand from a national standpoint. Well, then let's jump into the recent news as it relates to Edible Gardens and Grow Right. So let's talk a little bit about the press release that came out May 8th. Here's the headline, listeners. Use that ticker symbol again to find it, TRTC. Terratech subsidiary Edible Gardens signs distribution contract with Grow Right Garden Centers, increasing revenue and production capabilities. Give us the overview on this one, Derek. So GrowRight, if you remember, was an acquisition that we were looking at, uh, and we are still looking at. Unfortunately, they have a, uh, a, a credit line. We weren't able to close upon the merger because the credit line had a change of ownership covenant for right now. We're working through the process and hope that's a, an acquisition for us down the line. But till then, uh, we were able to sign a distribution contract with them picking up a handful of their accounts. They're ultimately becoming a customer of ours. So they're going to be buying annuals and perennials and other flowering products and herbs that they're going to sell in their retail store. In addition, this particular resale store is about seven acres in size in Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Fortunately for us, they have about one acre of additional greenhouse space in the back that was underutilized. We're actually converting that space into a herb production uh, and a produce production facility on site. It's going to be a pretty amazing spot for them and a showcase for us where people can come in from a retail standpoint and actually see the product being manufactured and cultivated on site. They're going to sell the majority of it on-site at their facility, which is great because people can buy produce literally feet away from where it's being cultivated. doesn't get any more locally grown than that. And uh, the rest of it, will uh, the overage will be shipped out to major retailers in the Northeast. So it's just additional space for us to be able to expand. Uh, we value the contract in total at a little over a million dollars in annual revenue for us right now. We hope to expand upon that. So, Derek, I also see the companies raise some capital lately. Listeners, here's the most recent press release coming out Friday, May 10th. Terratech Corp. announces $5 million equity enhancement program with Magna Group. Talk to me a little bit about this, Derek. Yeah, uh, we have a couple different uh, instruments we've put in place over the last couple months in, in order for the company to raise capital. And this is coming at, at a very significant time for us in executing the, uh, the merger that you just talked about and also executing the expansion plan. Um, one of the most important things for us to be able to push forward with the company is to have access to capital. The beauty of the Magna deal is it's at our discretion. So we're able to execute at a time that's healthy for the shareholders, that's healthy for the stock, and not at a time where it becomes overburdensome from a trading standpoint. The, the most interesting thing for us is getting this five acres up and running as soon as possible. The Magna deal allows us to be able to fast-track that. We were going to build the five acres in a couple different installments, maybe two and a half acres, and then the following year, two and a half acres. Access to this funding allows us to get more aggressive in our expansion plan and get that five acres up by year end. The beauty of the construction of the five acres is that produces potentially up to $10 million in revenue uh, for the company. So it's a very accretive usage of capital for the company with, uh, with the financing instruments that we've put in place. All right, listeners, once again, we are speaking with Terratech Corp. Incorporated. The company's traded under that ticker symbol TRTC. And as we've learned, they are a leader in sustainable agricultural products. We've had a bit of a shift in focus for the company. We've also talked about the funding for future operations. Derek, any closing thoughts or comments for the shareholders and listeners? 
You know, not so much as closing thoughts or comments. Really, uh, our focus for the remainder of this year is to uh, get that five acres we were talking about built out. Uh, do it in a way we're able to extract funding from the marketplace that doesn't create too much burden on the share, current shareholders, and then we can put together an accretive business come uh, 2014. You know, our hope and expectation is that uh, we, we pull in close to $10 million in revenue from the uh, five-acre bill. The distribution contract that we have with GrowRight uh, should annualize us at about one2 and if you pay attention over the next couple weeks, we have some more exciting announcements that are coming out in terms of additional contracts and business opportunities and lines that are uh, available to the company that we should have closed up shortly. So 2013 for us is going to be a year of growth, and we should recognize a good majority of the revenue expectations come full year 2014. So we're pretty excited about the, uh, the outlook for the company, and uh, we're working aggressively to continue to grow. Well, listeners, if you want to learn more about the company, all you do is visit that website, TerraTechCorp.com, or of course here at SmallCapVoice.com, we have all the links to keep you in the know on TerraTechCorp. Derek, once again, thank you so much for your time here today at SmallCapVoice.com. Thanks again for having us, Stuart. Appreciate it. All right. For Derek Peterson, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. SmallCapVoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.